good? I'm good. All right, we're here with another episode of the Young Black Suburbans. Uh, it's my first episode in uh, the yoga studio at Witherspoon Boxing Fitness. I got a lot of uh, requests to get out of my shitty office and uh, <laughs> move it to a better, better location. You know, they knew I had a better location here. Um, so we have a guest, a very special guest I'm happy to have today on the show. Uh, Talent Harris, comedian, uh, rapper, uh, entrepreneur, everything. How you doing, Talent? I'm great, man. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. I'm good. I'm excited to have you on the show. Um, I've been checking you out you. yoga before this? Huh? Yoga? Nah, I ain't do no yoga. I, I, I retire. Uh, you know, once you get to a certain joint age, you know, my, my joints got a different age than my biological age you, you quit you know what I mean? you give it up um but no uh we have a lot of people at my gym that do it and i, I leave it alone um but you i've been researching you ever since uh i found out that you were going to be on the show and i'm very very impressed uh how do you become a comedian let's just start off there what where did it start in um you know how where are you at now well, actually, don't answer that yet. How did it start? <laughs> I just start. So, so initially, the first time I did stand up was really. I'm a I'm, I'm three years in right now. Okay. So, before those three years, five years prior to that, I um I did stand up for the first time um in Minneapolis. Okay. At the time. Uh, um, I started off rapping. I've been rapping since I was 14 years old. So mm -hmm. um, through just um, making music, I met um, I met a guy whose dad happened to be um, just legendary hip hop producer. Uh, he produced for De La Soul. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. His name is Prince Paul, DJ Prince Paul. Yeah, so, DJ Prince Paul from uh, what, what, what's the... Uh... That's your Sonic and um, De La Soul. Oh, okay, never so, mind. I, I was all the way off. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, very, cool. It's very old, it's very old school. I'm yeah, sorry, well, right? I listened um, to yeah, I listened to uh, a few of your tracks and our mutual friend Jordan, who uh, produces my podcast. Um, he confirmed that that was you rapping because you have a couple of different looks. You had uh, dreads at one point. Um, yeah. I was watching your stand up with the dreads. I was watching you rap with dreads. Um, and now you look like, uh, you know, you, you cut your, your dreads off, you know what I mean? Clean, um, clean cut. Yeah, clean cut. Um, but I was very impressed because that's my style of music that I like that hip hop that has that, um, the Jay Dilla kind of feel the, 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 the jazz. Um, I grew up on like the roots and, and, and Talib Kweli and, and most deaf and, and you definitely got that vibe. Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about your, uh, you know, your music career, but the, the comedy is really what stands in the forefront. Um, and what you're doing right now, you know, I see you on Instagram uh, you know, doing your thing, putting out skits. You got a little squad with you and, and stuff like yeah. that. Um, where where are you from? I'm originally from Long Island, New York. Okay. Um, and uh, it, it, you shoot most of your skits there in Long Island. 
Oh no, I, I don't. I'm. I haven't lived in Long Island for years. But oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. Right now, I'm. Uh, I'm currently in Bushwick. Okay. Yeah, we shoot most. Mostly everything is like we shoot at my place most of the time. As of like lately, uh, we all just link up here. It's like got a real creative household. All my my roommates, they they um artists. Right. Jake. Yeah, uh, yeah. Physical art stuff like that. Right, right. Mm. Oh, but yeah, I, I I had to finish telling you how I started doing comedy. My bad, man. I, I, <laughs> you, you, you know, I, I do these every two weeks, so it takes me a little bit of time to, to warm up and get into my interviewer uh, zone. It's all but good. Go ahead. How did it all start? But yeah, um, so I started off doing rapping or whatever. I ended up making an album with uh, my friend and his dad, DJ Prince, um, Prince Paul, my friend who's actually happens to be little Uzi, little Uzi verse DJ right now. He's living in Atlanta. Cool. Um, so he was like the first person to ever send me beats. We've always been making music together. He eventually like, when his him and his dad started this album, the album was called Negroes on Ice. So it's kind of like a comedy hip hop album mm-hmm. um, where the whole, um, like the whole gist of it is pretty much him. He's telling this, he starts out, the intro is him telling this outrageous story to Chris right. Rock, um, talking to Chris Rock, and then they, he goes on to this wild story. Um, every so often in the story, it breaks off into a song. So I, I had an opportunity to be a part of that. I wrote a bunch of songs on there, performed a bunch of songs on there. They um, He eventually got um, a budget to do a small uh, tour mm-hmm. where we went to, we did a couple shows in New York City. We went to Minneapolis, we went to Chicago, we went to San Francisco, and then we went to LA. So I got a chance to do that. And before we went on tour, um, my friend's dad, he knew that I was into that. At the time I've been, I've always been doing like comedy and stuff like that. Uh, he heard that I was thinking about doing standup. So mm-hmm. that would, um, he was like, actually, oh, do I want to open up um, the show? Uh, the show was pretty much like a one man show. Like my friend, he'll come out, he'll tell the story. There's pictures behind him every so often. When my song, when my part comes in, I come in and rap. He asked me if I wanted to open the show, do eight right. minutes of comedy. So this is my first time doing stand-up. Uh, I say eight years ago. Wow. I yeah. did it. I did okay. You know, right. I did all right. I watched the tape back. It makes me cringe. All right, all right, all right. After everything, every time I get a laugh, every time I would get a laugh, after every joke, I'd be like, yeah, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> I just keep saying that. After yeah, 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 yeah. You know, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm just crazy. like, all right. But, so, so you, you, I'm, I'm trying to relate to you on that part because I, I'll be on the, the, the podcast and I'll be like, um, um, and, and I look back on it and I'm like, uh, but you, do you eventually work that out of your routine? Absolutely. That's, um, that's a, just a big, like a big thing. You're just going to pick it up as you record yourself, watch tape over. Right. And you just slowly, um, you would get those fillers out of your, out of your act. Like, right. I still, I still have them in my act, but of course it's, it's a lot less amateur. Right. Right. And, and I suppose that you actually have to like, I don't know if you know, I'm, I'm a boxer, you know, that's my trade. Our workout is sparring, you know, we in there. You know, we in there, we spar. That's how we, you know, sharpen our skills and everything like that. Then we go to fight. Um, how does a comedian spar or sharpen his skills? 
um, and prepare themselves for the actual fight? Uh, open mics, uh, guest spots. That's pretty much right. Got to try to get up um, and as many. Well, when stuff was open, it was a different story. But yeah, when when life was regular, it's just hitting up as many open mics as you can. Right. I, like when I would have like, um, if I had a show, I would try to hit up like at least two open mics before the show, maybe do a guest spot before the show. And then you go to the show, you're all warmed up. It's like, right. you ran this joke, you ran this joke, you know? And before you get to that point, um, how do you come up with the, with the content at all of what you're going to even say? Like, I always wonder that, you know, you you see these great comedians and you're like, damn, how to, who sits at home and just thinks about that punchline? You know what I mean? How, how do you do that? I, uh, so I normally write my stuff um, backwards. So I won't, I don't normally sit down like, okay, I'm going to sit down and write some jokes. Most of my jokes, they just come from me, um, like in conversation. Maybe I say something in a, in a conversation. Hold on. Yo. Yeah. So I gotta feed my cat. Um, yeah, no, you're all good. But, um, <laughs> this is yeah. a, a real life podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, normally I'll just be having a conversation. Maybe I say something that that gets a bigger laugh than I was expecting it to get. I'm like, oh, there's something there. So I, I, I might jot that down. Like, okay, this could be a funny premise. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I really like work from that angle. And then right. I'll write. Then I'll write the setup. You know what I mean? And then I'll try to work from there. And then right, right. So, um, so you, you basically, you, you got the funny part. You build the story up to the funny part. Yeah. It's right. Finding like real life stuff that people are going to connect to. Do you and relate then, that to writing music too? Do you do it? Is it a different process when you write the music? Or do you have like a good punchline and you're like, I'm going to build around that? I feel like sometimes you when you start rapping, uh, when you start like a song or something, you might have a line that you want to say. Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to say this somewhere. You'll just write it down. Yeah. And then like you'll build up to that. I feel like music is a little bit more uh, strenuous when it comes to like writing. It's not, it don't come to me as easily. Right. I'm always joking around. I'm not necessarily always making music though. Right, right. Um, what kind of, you know, material what angle do you like to come at you know like what what is i know i've seen a lot of political things you know is, is pop culture kind of like what you're about i say just everyday everyday thing like um i, I don't really get to like yeah like political mm -hmm. I, i'll mention things that are happening in the news um well like now I've been doing this news show. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was referring to because that's, you know, what I've seen the most current, uh, you know, postings of you and stuff like that. And so that, there, was, there were funny clips too. <laughs> we basically just started that 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 show maybe a month ago. Okay. That's something new that okay. I've been adding to the arsenal, like with the current events, since everything's closed down, we had, we was like, yo, we need some type of like way to pump content, some right. consistent writing. So we just figured we'd do some current events. Right. Like, like that's like the complete opposite of my stand-up. Okay. Um, and and 
so the stand up is really what you uh made your bread and butter on. You you started that uh with DJ Paul, right? Um well, well I I would say that that's my first time doing stand up, but I was so I did it the first time, I enjoyed it. The second time I did it was in San Francisco. Didn't okay. really go over well. I pretty right. much bombed. You know uh, I mean? Right, right. So that scared me off from doing stand-up for oh. years. For but four was, or five years? Yeah, so I'm in three <laughs> years now. The first time I did it was eight years ago. Okay. So I got scared off after I did it the first time. It took me five years to actually pursue it again. Right. But... um. It's like all those years, I knew in the back of my head is like I would never really truly be happy with myself if I didn't conquer that fear, and because I always knew I had it in me. Right, you know right, I mean? right, right. But it's just it's very terrifying. Like to this, it, it doesn't ever stop being scary. Right. You know what I mean? And you know, you ever bomb in front of a crowd and uh, have a heckler, you know, come at you or anything like that. No, I want to say I've bombed in front of a crowd. See, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I haven't had um like a heckler shit on me as I'm bombing. So right. <laughs> I've had hecklers during good shows. Uh, right. And I, definitely, I, you bomb. Right. That's just, that's just growing. Right, right. And you work through that. Um, how are you handling the pandemic with being a comedian? Uh, there's not many uh, places open and you got to be really, every business has to be creative right now. How are you handling that? Uh, uh, so I already mentioned the show. It's called You Heard News Network. Mm -hmm. uh, show with me, my boy Julio Diaz, my boy Luis Galilee. And uh, we just added my, uh, another part of, you see him probably a lot of my, my skits, Jared Harvin. Um, he's actually like, a really great director, cameraman. Um, he's been doing an outdoors uh, segment mm -hmm. uh, outside with Jared Harkin. But yeah, we've been doing that to try to pump weekly. We're doing that. It's a weekly show, weekly content. Um, we're, we're supposed to... We had a show uh, in Soho. I'm not sure if it'll be coming back in February, but hopefully we'll be able to do that. It's a little outdoor thing at a place called um, Baby Brasa. Right. Um, I actually just bought a bunch of equipment to uh, start streaming on um, Twitch. Okay. So I've been trying to like really get into that content, try to pump some YouTube content, do some streaming. Right. And, and what what, what do you prefer um, as far as where people uh, view your content? Um, and, and this goes with a lot of business too, is like you got to throw stuff everywhere um, and try to get it to stick. Uh, what what platform do you prefer to put up your masterpieces and let people view it? I feel like I get a mo the most love for visual content on I IG for sure. Right. Uh, a lot of love on Instagram. Twitter, I love Twitter, but it's more, Twitter is more for me. You know what I mean? It's just like, Twitter's hilarious. Right. Know? I just go there to just, sometimes I'll go in there to try one-liners out or just be the furthest thing from serious on there. Right. And, um, I recently just started using TikTok. Um, right. I had one of the news clips, one of my news clips that I did, I had a clip about Little Yachty. It, 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 uh, went saw it. Yeah, I saw it. 
So like that's that's pushing like eight hundred and fifty k views and shit like that. So right. Like, Is there a big uh, com- uh, comedic community on TikTok right now? There's definitely some funny ass people in there. If that's what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Well, sure. I mean, because TikTok is fairly new, so there's not a lot that people know about it. It's like the next platform that everybody has to get on because everybody's on it. Um, for my gym, I don't know. I've I've I got I have TikTok and I do videos and stuff. Um, I do see some people doing workouts, but not really the boxing thing as much as on IG. So I was just wondering, like, is TikTok a place where I can go and just crack the fuck up you know all day for sure i think um i think there's a lot of different pockets in tiktok because like at first i wasn't really liking it but i mm-hmm. think that the algorithm the more you like stuff mm-hmm. like that you actually enjoy seeing they'll show more of that right to you. right right oh. so i started liking the funny videos i started getting the less dense videos and more just right like, see i'm still getting the you know the kids I was still at that, you know, at that point with it. I guess I don't exercise it enough. Uh, But speaking of kids, um, we we relate on another on another wavelength as well, um, because when I had to do my research with you, uh, I mean, my research on you, um, I was like, Dan, there's like eight talent Harris's out here and they all fucking funny. Um, and I'm like, who's who? One got dreads, one don't, but they look like brothers. They might be the same person. Uh, and then I'm like, yo, it, it, there's this older guy too, who is hilarious. Uh, and I'm like, yo, there, there, there can't be two talent Harris's that do comedy. Um, and then I come to find out that that's your father. Yeah. How... So the way that we relate is my father was a former professional fighter as well. Um, So I followed in his footsteps. Um, How was it for you growing up in a household? Uh, I don't know when you're, you only been doing it three years. It seems like you probably been doing it your whole life. I don't know how long your father was doing it, but how was that uh, growing up with a comedian in the house? So growing up, um, I actually grew up with my mom. Okay. Uh, Long Island um, most of my life until I was about 14 and I went to go live with my dad. Okay. But um, it's always jokes. Like growing up with my dad has always been just, there's never a serious moment when I'm with my dad. You know, it was always, I always couldn't wait to go hang out with him. You know, right. say he was going to come. I'll call him 50 times if, if he ain't there on time. Mm-hmm. You know? Right, so right. That was just fun. Yeah. Joke. Always and you joking. you incorporate some of your jokes. You incorporate him in. Um, yeah. I think I saw one where you were like, uh, "Sometimes I just look at my dad, <laughs> and people, he'll be like, what are you doing?'" And you'll be like, "I'm just you're, trying to see if we're good." You know, what I'm mean? sure you get yeah, you're trying head. to make sure his hairline is good or something, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, yo, you know that that's that that's hilarious, you know. But then. I didn't realize at that time when I saw that skit that your dad's a comedian too. And I saw him uh, on some kind of, I don't know what it was. It wasn't an open mic. It must've been a show or something where he's just roasting people in the crowd. Like if a, if he was a, a rapper, 
he would have been on Hot 9-7 freestyling, you know, <laughs> at, at prime time, the way that he was just coming. To me, it was natural the way he was coming off the top of his head. I thought that was funny. Um, were you funny? Huh? YouTube? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was looking you up on YouTube. Um, and you know, your father came up. So that's how I saw most of your, your rap videos too. And you know, you doing your thing there. Um, but when you were living with your mom, um, were you busting jokes then? Were you a goofy kid then? I feel like I was always, I was always just like a, a class clown. Yeah. Up, you know, but I never pictured like, uh, also I never pictured myself ever doing stand up. People used to always ask me, like, oh, you're gonna do comedy like your dad? And I used to just always look at stand-up comedy as something like, hell no. Like, especially right. watching my dad perform it and like at the high level that he does, I'm like, oh, I could never do that. You know what I mean? So I was just always just like shrug it off, like, no, of course not. I'm not gonna do that. But naturally in my genes, it's just yeah. It's just you, you, it's like almost you would have been doing it no matter what. You know, um, did you have any other aspirations in your life to do anything else besides uh, being a Sammy Davis of our day? (laughs) I mean, at one point, I thought I was going to go to the NFL. Uh, Oh, yeah. I played ball. I I don't think I ever thought I would be. So you were a typical young black suburban. (laughs) You know. I was playing football, then I went to a school, didn't have football, played basketball, you know. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to be the next Joey Badass, you know. Right, right. Or and that's, a, that's, like, another, you know? that's another rapper to compare you to as well, um, Joey Badass. Um, what do you think about people that find out that you're a comedian and try to be funny because you're a comedian like, I, like I'm doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Well, do do you get that a lot? Like, do people around you like just try to be funny? I don't. I think the thing that I get the most when I tell people that I'm a comedian is they tell me that they they be like, "Yo, tell me a joke." I'm like, I that that is like my pet peeve right there. I right, try to right. try to be polite about it and explain why it's just like no. Cause yeah, it's just it doesn't work outside the context of a stage. And, right, 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 you know, right, and the crowd and the right. The yeah, it's like um, if I could compare it to me again, we both young black suburbs. Let me say that one more time. <laughs> um, it's like I'd be in gym class and somebody be like, yo, let's slap box. I'm like, yo, bro. <laughs> it don't work like that, you know. I, I don't want, first of all, I don't want to have to air you out right now, but uh, it's just, it's not proper po- protocol, you know. Um, and, and then, you know, you, you're not a monkey, you know what I mean? He didn't want you to perform on spot. Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, what's up with that? Like dance, boy. Like damn. <laughs> yeah, but you I mean, obviously you enjoy making people laugh. You know, you probably get a good feeling being up on stage. Um, explain that feeling to people. Like when you really hit a set, crowds cheering, you know, and and, and it's like, okay, that's talent Harris. Good night. What was that feeling like? It's a drug. It's definitely a drug. Um, you try to chase that every night. The best feeling is when you, I think the best feeling is when I get off stage and then somebody comes up to me mm-hmm. and then, like, yo, that was hilarious, bro. That was like, cause that's, 
genuine. Like sometimes you don't know if people are cheering just to be nice. Yeah. Somebody goes out of their way to like, yo, that was some funny shit, bro. I'm like, appreciate you, man. <laughs> right, right. Makes you feel like you have a purpose, like what you're doing that really matters, you know. I, and again, we relatable guys. Uh I got to ask you, like, you know, about the industry and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, the I guess you can call it the backstage of comedy. Um, racially, you know, you're a young black male. Um, have you come across and maybe not? How, how old are you anyway? If you don't mind I'm me 28. asking. 28. 28. So are right, you an old head now? Um, <laughs> you're an old head now. Um, so you, you, you're hip to the game. Have you seen any racial differences when it comes to black comedians, uh, white comedians, or even not that, just that female comedians, male comedians. Uh, is there um, anywhere that you can outwardly see that there's some tension there? I mean, it's definitely, it's like America. But, uh, in a way, um, if you want to be a black comic, I feel like if you want, if you're a black comic on the show, you got to be like ten times funnier than everybody on the show. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Or I don't know. I feel like sometimes maybe the wider comics that are not as funny, meet more mediocre, will get more opportunities just because of the look and it's right. just yeah, right. Um, you know, I I compare that to uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, and Oscar De La Hoya, um, they both came out of the Olympics at the same time. But Oscar De La Hoya, the golden boy, was making like uh, a couple of million his first fight, and uh, Floyd only made like seven grand or something like that. Um, and and that's what made him change, you know. And there's a there's a lot of uh, stuff going on at the top of comedy too um, that is kind of like not fair. And it reminds me of boxing. You know, I just watched Dave Chappelle's special uh, about how HBO Max and uh, Netflix were streaming his show and he wasn't getting paid for it, um, a la Don King. <laughs> um, you know, you, you kind of want to get paid for your intellectual property. Uh, did you hear what we said, what I said? Yeah, I heard you. All right. Cause it, like, it, the, audio, the audio was still going on. Oh, yeah. uh, cool. It froze on, on my end. Um, yeah, I think HBO and Netflix took it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's kind of like a, uh, oh, in a way, it's a victory for a lot of people. Um, have you ever gone into a situation where, like, a promoter promised you something and it didn't happen or uh, somebody stole a joke from you, something like that? Uh, that's... I haven't experienced that, not yet, at least. Yeah. Um, no. Uh, no. 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 I know. I've heard about. I've definitely heard about. I know how it could be. Right. Uh, but yeah, fortunately, I haven't experienced that yet. Cool. Cool. Who do you look up to? You know, as comedian, who influenced you to? I mean. Damn, I'm about to hit you with what people hit me with, besides your dad. <laughs> besides your dad, who do you look up to? <laughs> um, I really, um, I really like Michael Che a lot. Mm -hmm. um, Bill Burr is one of my favorites. 
Cedric the Entertainer. Right. Like he's hilarious. Um, Mike Epps is hilarious to me. Yeah, he he's he's top notch, man. Be like Mike Epps doesn't. He's maybe don't have uh, the best material, but it's just his act outs are just yeah. He's and, so and it's like some of the best comedy to me is comedy that you can relate to. Um, that feels real. And and Mike Epps is one of those comedians like when he tells a story, I'm like, yo, that probably really happened to him. <laughs> you know, he tells stories about how he was the slow kid in school. I'm like, yo, I believe that. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it makes me like those are the kind of comedians that like I want to uh, follow and watch and stuff like that. So what is, you know, we're in COVID right now. What is your plan for the future on, you know, where you want to take your, you know, your, your skills and, and, and your trade? I mean, I just want to get back on, back to doing comedy shows. Um, um, definitely been thinking of working on my own um, show, like mm-hmm. web series, mini series, whatever you want to call it. Um, mm-hmm. Going to definitely start getting that going. I feel like, I feel like everybody who has their own show on networks, they that's like they somewhat took the initiative and started the process right. to get seen. Right. So I'm I'm really just trying to get a, a writing job or some something like that. Right. That's why I'm right. doing this, uh, the daily news show. Gonna keep that going. Hopefully everything opens back up and we can get back on these stages. Right. I remember uh watching uh comedians in cars with Seinfeld and he had the the writer of uh the Chappelle show on there um and well one of one of the writers I guess Chappelle wrote the show um and yeah yeah no and he has Netflix specials and all that too right yeah 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 he's hilarious um and dang, now by you saying his name, you, you threw me off about what I was going to say. <laughs> but basically uh, what I was getting to is uh, writing is a real big business when it comes to comedy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys that write for SNL, write for, uh, like I said, the Chappelle show, and they end up being big. Um, I hope that happens for you if that's what you inspire to do. Um, how oh, yeah, was Michael Yeah, was doing my fault. Michael Che was doing nah, stand-up. Like, yo, this is I'm I, I be talking. Yo, this is your st- this is <laughs> this is your show. I be talking. Yo, cut me off whenever. <laughs> now, I was just gonna say Michael Che was doing stand-up for like four years before he got like a job at a writing job at SNL. Right. I was like, great. he's like the co-head writer of SNL. Right. Um, do you take like acting classes yet or anything? Um. I have, um, not currently, but I definitely would like to continue that uh, at some point. Right. Let's talk more about you and your squad, because uh, we did talk a little bit about them earlier. Um, but since we're talking about you writing and how these skits come about, um, let's dig a little bit deeper. And plus, that's also uh, what people are really seeing on you know your Instagram right now and stuff like that. So. Uh, you're doing the news thing, and you have uh, – I've seen two other guys with you. Um, yeah, on the news show um, – well, there's three There's three other guys now. Okay. But, um, yeah, Louise uh, Galilei and Julio Diaz 
and uh, my boy Jared Harvin. Right. And, and tell people what the premise of uh, the show is. So uh, the You Heard News Network, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty much, um, uh, I say inspired by Weekend Update a little bit, mostly uh, mm-hmm. from SNL, Weekend mm-hmm. Update. We just run down um, current events in the news. We put our little satire spin on it. And right. We'll, we'll take something true and then we'll just like, we'll spin it for entertainment purposes. But just having fun with that. Um, everybody, um, we all write our own material. Right. And then when we when we uh, perform it, we uh, all give, give each other input on like what would be funnier. Like, oh, try this, try this. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Very so collaborative. Yeah, like a little Wu Tang kind of <laughs> Wu Tang clip. Um, and, and is what's the Instagram called? Well, yeah, well, I found it. I found it on your your page. Yeah, yeah, we all posted on our Instagram, but okay. we're on YouTube. If you just okay. type in "You Heard uh, News Network," you'll find every episode on YouTube. We got a YouTube specifically for uh, the show. Okay. Um, yeah, and my roommates uh, shoots it. Okay, cool. So all in house. Now, do you have any uh, inspirations to go back into music, or are you still doing that? I'm still doing music. Um, I'm actually um, trying to. I'm working on an album that I want to release um, in March. Okay. All right. And how um, with doing both? How does that process happen? You know, do you just wake up one day and you're like, "Yo, today's a music day," or you just sit on the toilet and be like, "Damn, that's a funny ass joke." Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, or I'm trying to figure out your brain process because you're a little bit like a um, what was his name uh, that played both sports? <laughs> um, Jackson. Bo Jackson. Yeah, you Bo Jackson right now. <laughs> Um, uh, music, I, I kind of like take a little, I, I take little hiatuses from music. I feel like, um, I gotta be, um, in the mood. Mm-hmm. Like right now, I feel like I'm in a, a real nice little groove with the music right now. So I've been working on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I always like collaborate with my roommate. Some, sometimes my roommate will just be like, yo, you trying to jump on this? And I'll just, you know, go in there, smoke, write a little verse, you know? Right. But um, it's really no schedule when it comes to it. I, I since I've made the goal to put out an album in March, I've been um, trying trying to at least work on something when I wake up. Mm-hmm. So that you know, incrementally, incrementally, it will be done. Because I don't really like to sit and like force I yourself. Really, I can't really have these long, drawn out musical sessions, like listening to a beat over and over. Like I'll have like a little, like maybe like. 30, 45 minutes of me just like writing, adding to a verse, and then I'll come back to it like the next day. I got I really like to not not force the art. Right, right. All right, so what's next for you? Like, besides the uh, album and everything like that, do you have anything, uh, you know, big planned or, it don't even gotta be big, my bad for putting you on the spot like that. (laughs) What's next, man, what's next? Really, just, I'm really trying to um, figure out the streaming thing. Um, I was thinking of possibly. I have a podcast right now. It's just mm-hmm. audio, but I was thinking of just doing another show where. Well, oh, plug it, plug it. Well, it it's, it it ain't the thing yet, but um, all right. I just mm-hmm. figuring out my all the streaming equipment. So I've been just 
like even before I got on here, I'm just trying to figure the stuff out, how to like. You got to tell uh, Jordan to come up for a day. It'll take him five minutes, put you together, and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you'd be good to go. It's that genius, Jordan himself. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's let everybody know specifically where they can find Talon Harris uh, so we can let you go finish being funny somewhere else. <laughs> you can find me uh, everywhere. It's uh, the same thing, at Talent Harris, at T-A-L-E-N-T, Harris, H-A-R-R-I-S. That's on Twitter, Instagram, um, TikTok, uh, Twitch, YouTube. Cool. Everything. Everything. Cool. And really quick before I let you go, you did a, agree to have a drink with me on uh, the show. You got you had your own little uh, sip. Which, uh, there you go. It's probably water, but we're good. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, I, 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 man, I didn't know what kind of drink you meant. I could get uh, some. No, no, no. It's too late now. The interview over. Uh, <laughs> you, you can do whatever you want to do after all right man i appreciate you being on the show another young black suburban um and hopefully uh we see you on netflix soon all right very soon bro i appreciate you man all right, no problem i'll talk to you later